Real estate can make you rich. Self-directed IRAs can eliminate your taxes. It's a match made in heaven, right? Well, maybe not. Today, you learn five devastating retirement traps for real estate investors. I'm Brian Ellis. This is episode 195. You're listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio, America's only podcast exclusively for affluent self-directed investors, where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you receive innovative investment strategy and deadly accurate market analysis that's untainted by Wall Street and unblemished by government propaganda, all in seven minutes or less. Coming to you now from the SDI360.com studios, here's your host, Brian Ellis. Hello, SDI Nation. Welcome to the podcast of Record for Savvy, self-directed investors like you. My friends, one topic is irresistible catnip for real estate investors, and you know what it is. It's the self-directed IRA. This special form of IRA does for the retirement savings of real estate investors what an IRA at E-Trade or Schwab or Fidelity does for stock market investors. It allows us to build our retirements in a tax advantage kind of way using our asset of choice. Now, the advantages of building wealth through an IRA are so substantial that it is easy to assume that any investment that can be performed in an IRA should be performed in an IRA, but the devil is in the details. And real estate may be the only asset class for which the use of an IRA could be a poor decision. Here's why. Here are five devastating traps awaiting real estate investors who use a self-directed IRA. First, there's a higher tax rate. You see, real estate investors who invest through a Roth IRA rather than the more common traditional IRA, well, the Roth IRA investors have the best tax advantage ever created. Your profits are 100% tax-free. That advantage is hard to beat and is certainly far superior to the traditional IRA in which the investor's tax liability is merely deferred rather than eliminated. Now, it's well known that real estate is an exceptionally tax-favored asset class, even without the benefit of using an IRA. So does it even make sense to buy real estate in a traditional IRA? Well, generally speaking, no, it doesn't. Real estate investments executed outside of an IRA are usually taxed at long-term capital gains rates, which are relatively low at 15 to 20%. But if the same property is purchased in a traditional IRA, those profits will be taxed during retirement at ordinary income rates of up to 39.6%, almost double. So the tax rates can be much higher for your profits through an IRA. The second devastating trap awaiting you is that your options for financing real estate are very limited. You see, the ability to leverage your capital by financing the purchase of real estate through loans, that's one of the uniquely wonderful reasons that savvy investors prefer real estate as an asset class. Yet, that advantage, while not technically against the rules for IRA investors, well, that advantage really disappears in the context of IRAs, whether we're talking about a traditional or a Roth. You see, it's totally acceptable for an IRA to borrow money to finance its investment activities, but doing so opens up the IRA to current tax liabilities because the IRS views, with some justification, the use of leverage as a business activity rather than an investment activity. Unfortunately, using leverage in your IRA enables a particularly expensive type of tax called unrelated business income tax that can chop away another 39.6% of your hard-earned IRA savings. Now, my friends, that is a massive, massive hit that doesn't exist outside of IRAs. Now, the third devastating trap is that all of the non-IRA tax advantages disappear. Here's what I mean. 
Real estate may be the most tax-favored asset class of all. Even without the benefit of an IRA, real estate offers a plethora of tax-reducing potential that can have an immediate impact on the investor's current income tax burden. Now, the two biggest examples are the 1031 exchange and depreciation. The former enables investors to defer taxes on real estate profits indefinitely by just reinvesting those funds into other real estate, while the latter enables many investors to substantially reduce their current income tax burdens. Alas, under all but the most complicated of situations, those real estate-specific tax advantages are rendered moot when using an IRA, even though the tax advantages they can provide can, in some cases, be more substantial than those provided by using an IRA. Now, the fourth big devastating trap is that you can't use sweat equity. One of the greatest opportunities in real estate is the ability to substantially increase value through improving the property, such as making repairs, adding rooms, or even constructing entirely new structures. Real estate investors are constantly in search of the highest and best use of their properties, and improvements are frequently necessary for achieving that optimal usage. Now, when the owner of the property performs this work him or herself rather than paying a third party, it's called sweat equity, and it's an incredibly cost-efficient way for real estate investors to increase their equity at minimal cost. However, the IRS sees it very differently, viewing your work on the property as a contribution to the IRA, not of capital, but of services. Unfortunately, the law expressly prohibits the IRA owner from providing services to the IRA under threat of taxes and penalties that are utterly devastating. And the fifth devastating trap just waiting for you is the freedom to really hurt yourself. Now, one would think that using a self-directed IRA would lead to profound freedom for the investor, yet in many ways the opposite is true. When you are allowed to invest in nearly any asset class you like, the rules governing IRAs are very strict, inflexible, and wholly unforgiving. What does it take to break those rules? What does it take to be subject to those horrible penalties? Well, it's easier than you'd think. Each of the following things is arguably prohibited for your IRA-owned property. Paying any bill connected with your IRA's property with personal rather than IRA funds. That's, That's a prohibited transaction. Allowing your boss or your colleagues or your family to use your IRA's beachfront property. That's a prohibited transaction. What about allowing your granddaughter's Girl Scout troop to sell cookies on property owned by your IRA. Is that a prohibited transaction? Arguably, yes. We don't really know, but it is arguable. And see, that's the problem. There is an untold number of ways to unintentionally commit a prohibited transaction, and the IRS has become rather aggressive of late in identifying these transgressions because when the IRS finds them, the payoff for them is huge. It's very plausible that committing any prohibited transaction could lower the value of your IRA by 50 to 100%, like losing the entire thing. And there's simply no easy way to fix these errors. Unfortunately, real estate investors have discovered it's easy to commit one of these errors and not even know it, thus losing not just tax advantages, but retirement savings as well. Now, my friends, despite all of these factors, real estate investors should not, absolutely not, discount the use of self-directed IRAs for their real estate investing. In fact, in the next episode of Self-Directed Investor Radio, I'm going to give you five overwhelming reasons that real estate is a perfect match for self-directed IRA investors. There's two sides to this coin. Rather than avoiding self-directed IRAs, investors would be wise to simply avoid the common assumption that an IRA is inherently the best way to minimize their taxes because that path, using an IRA for your real estate investments, is complex and uniquely risky. But my friends, there are circumstances where it makes total sense. 
And that's what you will learn on the next episode of Self-Directed Investor Radio. My friends, in the meantime, please make sure you are on our private email list by texting the word SDI Radio with no spaces or periods to 33444 or just go over to sdiradio.com and join the list there. You will be glad you did. My friends, invest wisely today and live well forever. Thank you for listening to Self-Directed Investor Radio with Brian Ellis. Don't miss a single episode. Be sure to subscribe to Self-Directed Investor Radio right now on iTunes, on Stitcher, and at sdiradio.com. Your feedback is always welcomed via email at feedback at sdiradio.com. This show is for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as legal or professional advice for your situation. Content is the property of the Self-Directed Investor Society. 